Welcome listeners to the Lust for Life podcast. This is your host, Tennessee Reed, where you'll be joining a girl on her journey to discovering the depths of emotional intelligence. Today, we'll be covering one of my favorite topics with one of my favorite people in the entire world. This is Yvonne. She is a mentor, teacher, friend, mother, wife, boss, and a true student of life. Yvonne, would you like to tell our audience what you do for a living? Yes, and I'm honored to be here. So thank you so much, Tennessee. And yes, I guess I do wear many hats, don't I? (laughs) Um, So what I do is I am a family nurse practitioner, and I'm in the medical aesthetic space. So I travel the country teaching, speaking, and serving medical providers across the country on how to get in the industry of Botox and dermal fillers, but even more on how to empower your patients to feel confident in their skin. Yvonne and I met um, at one of her trainings. I was one of her students to her introductory courses to injecting neurotoxin and dermal filler. So I'm also kind of entering the realm of aesthetics and she has made me just absolutely fall in love with it. And I hope you all fall in love with her just like I did. Today, we're going to be covering the topic of Becoming your own cheerleader. And many of you may not know what that term means to you. It may just sound like a phrase that you've heard, but I'd really like Yvonne to maybe explain her definition of that term to you all. Yvonne, would you mind? Yes. And I'm actually going to take you back to the 90s when I was a cheerleader. So this isn't about rah rah, you know, any of that. This is about you being that person for yourself, that person that you want in your life that you have yet to find. And when I, and maybe I'll jump ahead of your questions, but when that came to me was I I hired a business coach and I kept saying to her, I'm everybody's cheerleader. I'm rooting for everyone. I believe in everyone. I encourage everyone. I need my own cheerleader. And you know what she said to me? Why don't you be your own cheerleader? And it literally put me in tears. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm not even my own cheerleader. I think the person we should love the most is ourselves deeply and truly. And that takes a lot of work to do. Um, It's unfortunate, but true. And when I started becoming my own cheerleader, my life really began to evolve. My success began to escalate and my happiness and my joy has been unmatched and unparalleled to anything in the past. I love what you said about you were constantly everyone else's cheerleader because I feel like many people and women in particular with the role that they play as mothers feel like all they do is give, give, give to others when we forget to put our own oxygen mask on first, right? It's like we get so burnt out that we forget to take care of ourselves. And when we don't take care of ourselves, we're not able to spread that love and joy to others in the same capacity that we really have the potential to be doing. Um, I also had a similar experience to Yvonne when it came to becoming your own cheerleader in the sense that I felt like I was always giving, giving, and giving. And there came a point a few months ago that I decided I'm going to do this for myself instead of worrying about what other people may think of me by doing something. So it almost 
came a point to where I was self-reliant instead of wanting to do things for others. And I'll share a quick example. Um, This last weekend, I decided to run a marathon, but I've always been scared to run a marathon in the past. I don't know why. It's just kind of out of my comfort zone. And so I decided to go run a marathon on a track by myself. I didn't even want my husband to come um, because I found so much fulfillment in being literally my own cheerleader. I didn't want anyone else to see me because I wanted to show myself that I could do it for myself. And I feel like that's similar to what you were explaining, Yvonne, is do it for yourself. Love yourself so much that you lived your full potential. Do you agree to that? Yes. And I really admire that you did that. That takes a lot of mental drink to do something like that because you don't have anyone cheering for you externally. And that internal voice can be such a beast. I'm tired. My legs hurt. My feet hurt. Oh my gosh, this is miserable. That that chatter that goes nonstop. So to have the strength to endure that. Um, but I think there's a flip side of that coin is when you tap into that runner's high, when you tap into that voice that is rooting for you, that internal cheerleader. Okay, when you silence the booers, right? And you turn into that inner silence and that inner cheerleader, you gain a new sense of self-identity and fuel and passion. Um, So kudos to you. Wow. Um, And I would say, yes, you know, I think that this being on this journey of being your own cheerleader is really a spiritual journey um, because you, we have been taught in society to serve others. It's, it's wrong and it's dirty to self-love, right? It's almost like this narcissistic, it's selfish, it's ego if you self-love. And I think that's, we've got it all wrong. We've got it all backwards. And most people are unhappy. Most people dread getting out of bed. Most people hate their jobs. Most people can't wait for the weekend to come. You know what? I'm not most people. And it's because I've learned how to love myself truly, deeply, spiritually. But I had to go through a lot of digging up some old garbage, some old limiting beliefs, fears, and really just on this spiritual journey of self-discovery. And when you get there, you're so sad in a way that you've lost all these years of these limiting beliefs and these false pretenses and these agreements that you never needed to take upon yourself. And when you truly, truly love yourself as in the way your, your higher source or your God or whatever you believe in, when you are able to experience that unconditional self-love, it is the most beautiful experience and the most beautiful journey and your life literally just unfolds before you. So yes, we're talking about being your own cheerleader, but I don't know that you can be your own cheerleader unless you really are doing that inner work of self-love. And honestly, when you truly, truly deeply love yourself, it's easier to set those boundaries. It is easier to set those non-negotiables 
it is easier to look at yourself in the mirror and truly love what's reflecting back regardless of what the the shell, the physical body looks like because you know that it's so much deeper than that. And this whole life's experience is so much beyond the illusion or the mask that we have been taught to believe. I love the way that you put that. That was so beautiful. And when you're talking, the way you described everything, I remember people telling me this like a, you know, a year or two ago. And like, I thought, oh, good for them. You know, they're happy. They're spiritual. I'm not really that cheesy guru kind of person. That's what was going through my mind was that that spiritual stuff's cheesy. It's not for me. You know, I'm stoic. I got it all together when I absolutely did not. And so for those listeners who are maybe thinking spirituality is not for them or um, processing your past is not something that you want to do, it's too cheesy. I'm here to tell you, I was, I guess you could say stoic growing up and that, and I'm completely changed. And the way Yvonne described how beautiful life is, she described processing your past. She, you know, she described um, just the beauty of life, letting go of concepts that you've put into your life that are unnecessary. You know, Yvonne, you, you nailed it right there. And what I'm worried about for listeners is, um, you know, who haven't processed this of becoming your own cheerleader, it, it it's almost like you have to hit rock bottom before you realize what needs to be done. And so for those people who have felt like they've hit rock bottom, I hope that you take this to heart to what Yvonne said. And um, I hope that your life begins to blossom because I don't, want anyone to feel like they've wasted years like Yvonne had mentioned you know I don't want anyone to feel like their life was a waste because it absolutely is not and Yvonne you said something in your Instagram today like this is we're living on borrowed time you know we're this is not our time this is on God's time and we're here to live our life full out and that's the whole point of this podcast is I want everyone else to feel like they can live their life full out and there's nothing stopping them. But the first step to do that is becoming your own cheerleader. So Yvonne, do you have any tips for those who are either at rock bottom, close to rock bottom, down the basement to rock bottom? Do you have any first steps for them to, you know, start grasping the concept of becoming their own cheerleader? You know, I think the the hardest thing when you are rock bottom, the hardest thing is like, how do I get out? Because we know how the mind plays games on us, right? It, it, it really becomes this downward spiral and we just can't get out. We feel so stuck. The thing is, all you have to do, and I've learned this from Gabby Bernstein, is reach for that next best feeling thought. And I've learned this from Abraham Hicks. I do so much personal development, self-help reading, studying, researching, and then I sit and I analyze and I feel for the truth. I don't seek outside to validate truth. I seek internal to validate truth. And when it feels right, I apply it, I implement it, and I try to get that truth for myself. So if you are in that rock bottom spot, and even 
Mel Robbins, she'll say, you know, count five, four, three, two, one, like a rocket. Like you have to get your mind out of that cycle because it's in a habitual pattern. So if you count backwards five, four, three, two, one, and there's research to prove this, it's how they take the NASA uh, rockets take off is it will reset and reprogram your mind. And so I tried this with my twins when they were younger, when they were in a mood, as I would make them count backwards with me. And oftentimes they would end up laughing in a laughing fit, you know, because it does reset the mind. But you have to gain control of your mind. You have to gain control of your thoughts, which lead to gaining control of your feelings, which leads to your behavior, which leads to your actor your, or your character. And so if you're in that rock bottom spot, to me, it's daydreaming. It's I go to a place that I want to be blissful. I want to be peaceful. And so I envision, I literally vision a life better than where I'm at and what that looks like, what that feels like, what that tastes like and smells like. And then, so that's my better reaching thought. And then it just, and I grow on that and it grows and it grows until I find that, oh my gosh, I can breathe now out of that dark spot. And then it's just one foot in front of the other. And Tony Robbins always says, like, take massive action. And so when I do you know, learn a new book or when I do go to a conference, it's what piece can I take with me right now and and, and immediately act on that and instill and ingrain it into a new neuropathic pathway where I can really begin to change who I am. Because like Wayne Dyer says, until you change the way you look at the things, the things that you look at are, they're not going to change, right? So if you want your life to change. You got to change your perception. You got to change your beliefs. You got to change your who you were into becoming who you want to be and gaining new skill sets and getting a new mindset. Um, and the other thing that I've learned from Tony Robbins is really like so much of your success is spiritual. And running a business is a spiritual game. Your business, and you know, you and I, I mean, I have multiple businesses, um, but business is an act of service because whoever the business owner is, is serving somebody. And so the more you tap into yourself and become that cheerleader, the more likely you are to become successful on the outside world. And your outside world really is only a reflection of your inside world. So you got to heal the inside world first. You got to do the inner work to change the outer world. There was so much there. I want to like break it all apart, but there's just so much good there. Um, what I got from that was first baby steps, you know, close your eyes, visualize a better life, you know, visualize what you could potentially do, take those steps to build that life and then, you know, manifest it over and over again is kind of what I got from that. Um, and I love what you said about like your perception on things. You can choose how you perceive things in the, the snap of an instant. Your whole perception can change on everything. And so what does that tell you about the bag of lies that your mind is constantly selling you, right? Like your perception on things can change so fast. So almost you can't trust your mind. You will, you have to trust your heart, right? Um, another thing that I got from that was you have to build your own life. But in order to do that, you have to take baby steps, then bigger steps, and then even bigger steps. But what's hard about that is your old life 
your old neurological pathways will constantly be trying to pull you back. And you have to be working your tail off every day to remind yourself of what your purpose is, what your value is. And I love how you described visualization and manifestation because that's truly what's going to get you to your goals is kind of what I got from that. But as I have changed my life the last few months, I have been fighting an internal battle every single day, but I still wake up ready to you know, fire off my day. I still wake up with steam coming out of my ears, knowing what I want to do out of my life. But that doesn't make it any easier to fight those battles of wanting to sleep in and wanting to be my old self. And I just know inside that I'm meant for more and I will never live with myself knowing that I didn't live to my full potential. Have you ever felt those feelings, Yvonne? Every day, every day. And people constantly say to me, Yvonne, how do you have so much energy? When you are awake and remove the mask and you realize why we really are here and it's such a blink and I literally, as you say, have a lust for life. I love my life so much. I practice being present. I practice being where my feet are. I practice making memories and being in the moment I practice nurturing relationships. Life is a gift. And every day that I roll out of bed, it has become my practice to thank God, life, the universe for this air in my lungs, for this beat in my heart, because I don't know when that beat is going to stop. But I know for sure I want to make a difference in this world. I want to leave this world a better place. I want when people hear my name or when my name is brought up in a crowd that they can feel my presence. They can feel my love. They can feel my energy. And I hope that it, they feel it so deeply that it gives, it instills in them a lust for life for their own life because life is beautiful. Life is meant to be fun. Life is meant to be shared life. We are meant to love each other, no boundaries, no limits, no expectations, no judgments. We are meant to love solely, deeply, nurture and care for each other. And it's the mask, it's the illusion, it's the ego that puts a, a divider between us. So I've learned a lot over this, really this last year, last two years, as I've grown and I've evolved and people have fallen away from my life, um, maybe because they haven't grown to the, at the rate that I've been growing. Um, and that was really painful at first because I, I didn't want to lose these relationships. But what I've come to understand in this evolution, this journey that I'm on, is that people will come into your life for a reason and for a season. And you are either their teacher or they're your teacher. And I, I truly believe that if you show up every single day full of life and spread your energy like pixie dust, that the right people will come into your life, that you will fulfill your soul's mission by serving those people, loving those people and helping them on their journey because our energy is transferable. Every single day, 
we are sharing and exchanging energies with everything and everybody on this earth. And the more mindful we are and the more intentional we are with our energy, with our presence, then I think it is easier for us to really live into that life's purpose and that life's plan and to really take up all the beauty and all the gifts and all the the awe that is meant for us to experience here on this earth. Just like everything you've everything else you've said tonight, that was put so beautifully. I can attest to that energy that you hope for. When you step into a room, I definitely feel your love and I feel your energy. And I know that everyone else does too. And that's why people told me about you. That's why people told me to attend your training because not only is it a training, but I gained a mentor and a lifelong friend that I will never lose. And I can attest that energy is transferable because I have been taking coaching from Yvonne and it has changed my life. Yvonne's energy has instilled confidence in me, uh, a dream in me, and has helped me fulfill my dreams. And I can attest that every success that I have in my life is rooted through Yvonne's energy. So listeners, I encourage you to pay attention to your energy this week towards yourself and towards others. Pay attention to the positive and negative energy that you're feeding your brain. We are so rude to ourselves. We are more rude to ourselves than everyone else. And I don't know why, but that's the way our brain is wired. But we're going to fix that. We're going to fix it together. But this week, focus on the energy that we're spreading to ourselves and we're spreading to others. Because like Yvonne said, people are placed in our lives for a reason. And we never know those reasons. But people will remember your love and your energy. So go spread that pixie dust, like Yvonne always says, and go make this world a better place through one interaction at a time. Thank you so much for joining us, Yvonne. I hope you listeners enjoyed her presence as much as I did, and we will love seeing you next week on Earth.